Well, good morning and welcome to New Beginnings Uniting Church and our new series, which is looking at facing today's issues. As we kick off on this new series, we're going to be looking at our big issues facing our world today, issues that affect us as individuals, issues that affect people that we know, issues that are global in nature and issues that are close at home and personal that we experience ourselves. What we want to do as we go through this time in this series of of looking at what are the issues in our world, um, I don't want to be another voice of doom and gloom condemning the world because of what we see around it. And I also don't want to be just a merely self-help talk about how we can ensure that we do well. I want to explore for us how God is working in our world today. I want to explore for us how God is not distant. I want to explore for us how God cares deeply about us and our world and the issues that are facing us today. The first issue that I'm going to be focusing on for us today is mental health. Just this week in Australia, we had the Are You OK Day on um, the 9th of September, a day that reminds us that we should connect with people, that we should connect with people and actually find out if they are doing OK. It's interesting because one of the things that... um, I noticed that we do when we when we got this is we often uh, just express ourselves in the social media world and just post out "Are you okay?" at social media level and never actually ask the question of a person. We do it out there. We look like we're doing the right thing, but we need to connect with people. It's important for us to do that. See, this day reminds us that we need to learn how to connect with one another, with individuals, but it also helps us to destigmatize mental health and the issues evolving around mental health. And it helps us to care and support for one another. See, one in five Australians, and it's actually one in five across the Western world, but one in five Australians, I'll speak into our experience, experience mental health issues each year. 20% of our population each year is experiencing some form of mental health issue. It's common and it's increasing. And and it's increasing because we have increased pressure living with lockdowns, living with the consequences of a global pandemic. Mental health is actually one of our biggest issues for today. I want to share with you, you know, as we come into this, we can often talk with, you know, this passion about this. We can talk about the third person, but I want to share with you my story. Um, before I came to Cronulla and New Beginnings, I was ministering in um, Norellan, and probably about a year towards the end of my time at Norellan, I suffered a, a bout of depression. Um, so much so that, you know, it, it'd be... I'd spend days when I might have a shower and I'd just be standing in the shower and I'd be crying. I wouldn't, and, and I couldn't get and do things. 
it stopped me being able to do my ministry, being able to do what I, what I used to love doing. And, and this came about not because necessarily of the, the things that I'd done, but of circumstances and decisions that people made. It, it affected me personally and deeply and I, and I just couldn't figure out a way out. It, it, it meant that I, I needed to have a number of weeks um, off from work and I went and had um, care. I actually sought out care and I had for myself a mental health care plan and, and, and we worked at, at figuring out how I could overcome and put aside and, and cope with what had been going on. We all get affected by situations around us and it causes us to have anxiety, causes us to have depressions and we need to be able to know when that's happening. And a day like, are you okay? Ask that question, are you okay? Is something troubling you? Is something concerning you? I also want to disclose for you as well, and this is not to make you feel sorry or anything for me, and it's, it's not about me bleeding my heart out to you. It's about being honest with you, members of New Beginnings, that for the past three years, I've been on that verge of being okay, but only just, of not being okay. And, and knowing that there are triggers, there are things within my life, there are situations that come up beyond my control, things that I might do as well, where I don't feel okay, where I know a level of depression is coming on. And there'll be days when I just don't function and don't do really well. But I've learned how to recognise the signs within myself. I've learned what I need to do to do a little bit of self-care. And the thing is that for me, just taking those little moments and times when I look after myself is actually incredibly important. Knowing that when I'm running on empty, I can fall into that space of anxiety and depression that happens. When things that come on board push and weigh down on me, I know that's a major issue and I need to make sure that I'm dealing with it well and we need to be able to do it within a way that helps us individually, helps us spiritually, connects us with God and connects us with one another. I want to say this to you. When we're thinking about the are you okay thing, one of the things that's really key and important in that question is when you're asking somebody, there are a few things that we need to have um, that are a part of us. We need to realise that are we in the right space when we're asking that question? Are we well enough? Are we able to cope with what answer might be happening? Do we have time? Do we care enough about this person to actually ask that? They're really important and key things that we need to have for ourselves when we ask somebody else. And I know for myself there are times when I haven't been in a good place to actually ask the other people, are they okay? Because I'm not okay. And we need to be healthy and, and, and be able to be honest and say, I can't ask that question, but I'm going to help you find somebody else that can. See, as Christians, we often want to put on this brave face. We want to put on this facade that says, I'm doing well, you know, everything is going okay. And I know I have that for myself. They often will put on a mask, and but I want us to be real. I want us to actually um, know 
what's going on in my life. I want you to know what's going on in my life. It was interesting because I was actually in a meeting with um, people within the church and, and, and one of the little pieces of this was an introductory meeting and I was asking whether um, how people were coping with, with lockdown and, and all of this is, that's going on within the church world, not being able to meet together, not being able to have worship together, you know, all of this different stuff. And, and lots of people were just saying they're doing okay, everything's going, you know, really good. And, and we can point out to the fact that we're doing really well. We can point out to the fact that the external things that we've got all these great technology and ability to reach out to people. But when it came to my turn, I said, well, the expected answer is I'm okay, but I want to tell you I'm, I'm not really doing that well. And the thing was that when I said that and explained why I wasn't doing well, I had a number of other people going, oh, I'm so pleased you said that because that is exactly what I was feeling too. See, when we're honest about our own feelings and where we're going and what is happening, other people can relate to it. Other people can understand why you might have behaved in a way, what is happening in your life. We need to be honest. We need to be real. Let's get real with our life, church. Let us care for one another, but in a way that is real for us. The Apostle Paul um, talks about having a thorn in his flesh. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 and 10, to 7 and 10, he, he talks about this. And while we actually don't know exactly what that verse is, I mean, what that thorn is, exactly, there have been many kind of indications and thoughts, but we don't know that. What I wanted to do is to help us to actually understand that we don't have to be strong all the time that God doesn't necessarily want us to be strong all the time, that it's not about our strength that God can use. God uses us in all the different ways, in all the different things within our lives, our ups and our downs. God, God is with us when we're doing well. God is with us when we're not doing so well. Paul struggled and pleaded for this thorn in his flesh to be taken away, but, but God didn't provide that. Let, let me just share with you from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, from verse 8 through to verse uh, 9, just what it says here. And we'll put it up on the screen for us. So three, three different times, I begged the Lord to take it away. This is his thorn in his side. He begged the Lord to take it away. And each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. See, for the Apostle Paul... He needed to realise that it wasn't about being so crash hot and working to the best that he could actually work through the weakness that was happening. And God was working through him when he was weak. And I love that because that speaks to me so often is that it's not when I'm doing so crash hot, when I'm doing so well, when I'm on fire, that God works. God works when God works, but God often works when I get out of the way. And that's oftentimes when I'm at my weakest. It's oftentimes when I just have to solely rely and lean upon God just to get through this moment. We don't have to be strong all the time. God works through us, through our strengths, through our weaknesses. Paul needed to struggle and realise that for himself. 
to come to that understanding, and I want us to come to that understanding as well. C.S. Lewis, the, the, the famous Christian author, wrote this in his book, The Problem of Pain, and it says this, mental pain is less dramatic than physical pain, but it is more common and also more hard to bear. The frequent attempt to conceal mental pain increases the burden. It is easier to say my tooth is aching than to say my heart is broken. So church, let's break down this stigma. Let's truly get to know one another, to support one another in our ups and downs. Nobody is going to think less of you. Nobody is going to put you down because you're not coping well. We need to care for each other. In our mental health issues, we need to care for those. I want to say this. For many of us, we will know what it means to have the feelings of anxiety, the feelings of depression, but I need you to recognise that that is nothing compared to those that are living with a recognised mental health issue. The issues that they face are unique and challenging and are difficult and we cannot equate our anxiety and our depression and those kind of feelings that we may have at the same level. Yet, it is the same biblical truth that speaks to both of us and to both of these situations. And that is of hope and that is of encouragement. And that is God is with you always. I want, to, I want you to know that if you are struggling emotionally, if you're struggling mentally, that you are not alone. As you read through the Bible, you will actually find that the people of God time and time again are struggling, struggling and they cry out to God. They lament to God. They say, God, why have you forsaken me? Why is this befallen me? Why am I not doing well? What is happening? Jesus on the cross says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The psalmists say, all throughout the Psalms. Take Psalm 22, for instance, the example of crying out and suffering. Even this crying, as we do it, we realise that we are not alone, that God has not forsaken us, that indeed God is with us. Romans 8, verse 26 says this, and the Holy Spirit uses us in our weakness for for example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groans that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us, believers in harmony with God's own will. See, God is there with us. God knows us. God is interceding with us, the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the counsellor, intercedes on our behalf. Remember that, you know, even if we are in despair, God is there with us. Psalm 34, verse 18, and we'll put it up on the screen, says this, the Lord is close to what? To the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. This is what it feels like when you are anxious, when you are depressed, when, when you're not doing so crash hot in your mental health, that God is there with you when we are brokenhearted, when we, our spirits are crushed. As believers, 
in the power of God's word that it speaks to us and it speaks to us not only in the past but speaks to us today. Let us hear what is found in Psalm 42. Let, us, let it speak to us again and time and time it says this. And I love the way the New Living Translation puts it. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Saviour and my God. So even in our discouragement, we can place our trust in God. One of the things that we do when we, when we start to feel down is that we often want to separate ourselves. And here's what I've found for myself. Here's what I've found for myself that helps me often and has helped me in the last three years as I've been teetering on that feeling okay, not okay kind of space. Is when I, when I start to understand that there's some triggers happening in my life, when there are things that are, when I'm starting to feel down, I actually take myself out of the situation that's going on. And I will actually take myself, and I, often I will go for a walk, and I'll take some worship songs with me. You know, I, I have the privilege of having an iPhone full of worship music, and I'll put my headphones in, and I actually start praising God and worshipping God as I'm speaking, and it changes my thought patterns. It takes it from the, the thoughts that things are going horrible and difficult to things that I'm starting to praise God for. And that is what the psalmist was saying in Psalm 42, that, that why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? And it's, this is the thing, that we often let those thoughts run around in our head and keep on reinforcing themselves that things are going bad, and when we step out, and this is what the psalmist is saying, why, why am I so discouraged? Why, why is my heart so sad? Yet God is with us even in this moment. I will put my hope in God. I will praise him. I will worship him. I will, And that's helped me time and time again. That moment of taking myself out and realising God is with me and can use me, and especially when the situations are outside and beyond my control, that I'll let it go and I'll let God take over in this. It is important for us to be able to do this. But we also need to realise that if it continues to compound and get on top of it, we do need to, to seek help. We do need to seek care for when we are not doing well. And that is to reach out and ask somebody. And that's, that's where it's so important, you know, the are you okay kind of day. It needs to be a year-long kind of thing, checking in with people, making sure they're okay. And I really seriously asking them if they, if they need support and care. Let, let me share you this. Galatians 6 verse 2. This is a challenge for our church. This is a challenge for us. Carry each other's burdens. And in this way you will fulfil the law of Christ. What does it say? You know, New Beginnings Uniting Church, what does it say for us? See, we are a community that cares. We do it in so many different ways. You know, I've run around people within our church and I've, I've, I've talked with various people around and the thing that I see and the thing I hear is that we are caring for each and, our, each and every one of us in many different ways. It's not just through one person, it's the church caring and we do it in practical ways within the community as well. But let me challenge you with this. We actually have a responsibility, as Galatians says, to care, carry each other's burdens. Carry each other's burdens. We have a care and a responsibility to help those who are suffering. 
help those that are not doing so well. Yes, it can be hard to know what to say, and, and I, I stumble over that so many times. Let me just be honest with that. How, how hard it is to act in those situations when somebody says that they're struggling. But the Bible is clear in saying that we, we should really be loving one another. We could do whatever we can to ease that burden. We should be truly listening to each other, not dismissing what's going on but, and not giving simple, glib answers. But, but really, I want to encourage you, if you are struggling to seek help, I want to encourage you if you are listening to somebody and they're, they're letting it know that things aren't going so well for them, I want you to encourage to take action to help them. Realise that we're not counsellors, we're not therapists, we're not trying to do that. We're not trying to counsel them, we're not trying to give therapy for them. But, but, we, sh but we should be willing to do whatever it is that we can help somebody who's, who's not okay. Whether it means you drive them to somewhere for an appointment to help them to seek help. Whether it means that you, you sit with them as they, as they call a help service to provide that help for them. Whether it means you check in on them on a more regular basis just to, to touch base and go, how are you going? Whether it means that you're there to encourage them to give a word to say that it's not as bad as you think it's, it, and you are wonderfully and beautifully made and that you have it. Ask what you can do to help. Be honest yourself. What can I do? Ask them. And people will often surprise you with an answer that's practical and real. The simple things that we can do, they'll make a difference. Let us remember these words that we find in Matthew 11, um, verses 28 to 30, and it says this. And then Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and carrying heavy burdens and I will give you rest. This is, a, this is a promise that God is giving to us, even in these spaces when we don't feel so well, that God will give us rest, that will restore us. Take my yoke upon you, let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and, and the burden I give you is light. See, see this is the thing. As we come to God and we, we offer all that is going on inside of us, all the things that are going in our head, and we ask God to support and care for us, God is there with us, supporting us and, and leading us. That, that yoke is that, that connection that we have with God and God pushes and we go with God. God draws us and we go with God. That yoke that comes across us, if we, if we break it down into the image of, of the ox and the cart and the, the burden that is the heavy weight, God is there with us pushing along. And when we can't bear the weight, God takes over. And when we can, we do it with. It is important for us to realise that we are not alone. It is important for us to realise that we can support those around us. Mental health is a major and big issue for us in our world today. It's an issue that causes suicide in, in our rural community. It's an issue that causes suicide within our, our youth population. Our young people are doing it tough and struggling. We need to take it seriously. 
and we need to realise that we can help with this. It's an issue that the church does not shy away from, that the church can stand up and be helpful and honest. I want us as new beginnings to, to be honest with each other. I want us to, to share together um, knowing that it's not about gossip, knowing that it's not about, about going, oh, that person can't cope in life. It's about being honest. It's about being honest in our relationships with one another. It's being honest with who we are. It's being open. And when we're open, God does amazing things with our lives. God does amazing things with our community. God does amazing things with the people who believe. So I just want to pray with you today. I want to pray with you if you're feeling hard and it's feeling lonely and things are tough. I want to pray with you if, if you're doing okay. But I want us to be open in this space. So let's just pray. Gracious, loving, caring God. I know that that this message may be touching people's hearts and it may be ringing true for people that life is difficult. Life is not as easy as it once was or things haven't gone right. Lord, I just pray that you are there for those individuals that are finding it tough. I pray that you are there for those that are wanting to care and reach out. Give them words, give them questions, give them an open heart. Lord, I pray for those people who are struggling with anxiety. Lord, I just pray that you give them some certainty with what's happening in their lives. Lord, I pray for those who are struggling with depression and feeling of not worthy. Lord, I ask that you help them see their worth, their importance. Help them to see that they are truly loved. Lord, help us to be your church. Help us to be your church who's willing to step up and, and do something. Help us to be your church that is open, is honest. Lord, I just pray that your Holy Spirit is upon us now, leading us, guiding us, supporting us, encouraging us. I pray this in your holy name. Amen. And I want to say this, that... Um, if you are feeling as though life is really hard at the moment, please reach out to Lifeline or Black Dog Institute or, or wherever, you know, those care services. If you are feeling like life is too hard, please reach out there. Don't stay in silence. And if you want somebody to pray with you, if you want somebody to be with you in this time and, and, and understand what is going on and try and and ask for help, please reach out to our online platform and say, I, I, I just am not doing so well. I want some help right now. 